Hello, it is Friday, June 5th. Big, big, big show. Let's get better today. Hashtag this where I'm at, Pat. Send a photo of where you're listening to this show. You'll be a part of something that we're building special for this quarantine to wrap up and also potentially win some merch. If you like the show, remember to tell a friend. If you didn't like the show, just act like it never happened. Okay. Subscribe, rate, review, do all that you got to do. Let's get to it. Joining us now is a man who won a Super Bowl as a Pittsburgh Steeler player. Then he went on to be a head coach for the Buccaneers and the Colts. And he's the first ever African-American head coach to win a Super Bowl. Now, he's an NBC sports analyst, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Dungy. What do you say, Pat? Good to be with you, brother. Coach, I can't thank you enough for joining us, especially in this crazy time that we're in right now. I think the conversation we're about to have is going to be a beautiful one, and I thank you for taking the time today. Yes, thank you. Okay, so coach, you're very widely known as a unifier. I didn't get a chance to play for a team that you coached. I came right afterwards with coach Jim Caldwell, who a lot of people said he has a lot of Tony Dungy-like vibes. And if if that's the case, Jim Caldwell was an absolute gentleman, and I did miss out on the opportunity to be a player for you. But right now in the world that we're living in, whether it's the quarantine Zoom calls and then the calls for social justice and the protesting, and now with the Drew Brees, one of our leaders of our league coming out in a tone-deaf statement yesterday. If you were a coach, how would you be handling all this, and what would you be saying to your team and to the players that look up to you for guidance? Well, Pat, first of all, I would say, number one, we have to be a voice, a voice out in the community. Uh, When I went to Pittsburgh as a rookie, you mentioned winning that Super Bowl, uh, Art Rooney Sr. was our owner, and he talked to every rookie when you made the team, and he said, we want you to not only win and enjoy the, the things on the field, you got to be part of the community. You've got to move here. You've got to make Pittsburgh a better place to live. And so uh, we took that upon ourselves. And that was part of our mantra. And it's not just um, going to community centers and talking to kids. Yeah, that's important. And we've got to do that. But in times like this, you've got to be a voice out there and you've got to help the community grow. So that's what I would tell our players. Let's be part of the solution. Let's think let's listen and let's uh, have some action steps that that we can actually help out. But more than anything else, Pat, I would tell them we've got to remain together. Uh, You mentioned New Orleans, what's happening with the Saints. You can see that could fracture not only a team, but maybe even a city. So doing things smartly, listening, uh, understanding each other, that's really important right now. They're hard conversations to have coach i mean they're very hard conversations every single morning i come in here and i know that no matter what i say there's going to be somebody that's going to hate me for it and there's going to be people that are thankful for the conversation and every time i talk about this i always talk about how when i went into my college football locker room and the diversity and the humans that i met from all these different backgrounds i instantly learned a lot more about life in the world then you go into an nfl locker room and it's the same thing and when those kneeling protests started happening in the nfl the conversations we were having in the locker room were so raw so real so eye-opening it went to places that normally 
normally those conversations don't go because there was a lot of people that were upset with the protest potentially being against military and then the conversations in the locker room were like no this isn't about america this isn't about the american flag this isn't about the military this is about injustice and social injustice and police brutality and things of that nature and the messaging got off and i think that is why because of those conversations and the understanding and the togetherness of a locker room why so many people were disappointed in what drew Brees said yesterday a lot of professional athletes were disappointed because they were like hey drew you were a part of those conversations with us you knew why we were doing this to push that narrative of what it wasn't i think that is do you concur with that that is why so many people were disappointed with drew Brees. yeah and you know pat you can have those conversations in that locker room because you have relationships you've worked with guys you've sweated with them you've bled with them and you've had those conversations you're you're not just someone that passes each other on the street you're you're in the brotherhood in the locker room so you can go deep and you can talk about it and you you understand it so then it becomes okay i might not agree with everything you say and i might not be on board with every little detail but you know what i understand where you're coming from and we can attack this together and i, I think that's where so many guys on the saints were hurt they felt like we, we we did understand this and let's attack this together so i don't want to make this all about drew Brees right now but literally this is kind of a focal point of society at the moment because you have all these people coming together uh it wasn't just minneapolis that was upset about george floyd's murder it was the entire country came together now granted the narrative and the messaging just like the kneeling protests went a different direction when the looting happened and the rioting happened and the, the city started to get burned down the narrative got sent into a different direction as opposed to what it should have been but now with drew Brees becoming the face basically of that narrative being pushed in a different direction in the past i think that is why so many people want to talk about it what would you say to drew Brees if you were to talk to drew Brees right now because he came out with an apology this morning he said he's going to sit and listen and learn what is something that you would say to him because you are a very important voice in this world mr dungy well i first of all i would accept that apology and i would say thank you drew for making that apology and let let us sit down and listen and learn and let's revisit that conversation and i would tell drew that yes th this we we have to understand that this is not about disrespecting the flag no one wants to disrespect the flag no one feels like violence out there and protesting and throwing bricks through windows is proper so no let's not sidetrack the issue but here's what it's about drew and uh i would speak to drew as a friend and hopefully some of those guys on that team have done that and said, you know what? We all had people in the military. We all had uh, ancestors in the military. My dad went to the military, Drew, in 1944 to enlist in World War II and couldn't fight with the regular Air Force and had to go to the Tuskegee, Alabama and enlist with the Tuskegee Airmen because it was segregated, even though, yes, we were all fighting for the same flag. And when my dad came back from that war, and wanted to teach, take his first teaching job in Washington, D.C., where that flag flies. He wasn't allowed to ride the bus in certain places. He wasn't allowed to teach in certain schools. So there, there's some uh, hurt there that goes beyond the flag. And my dad was a veteran. He would not have taken these protests as disrespecting the flag. He would have taken it as people trying to make a change in our great country for the better. So how do we as a lot of white people are watching currently 
Okay, a lot of white people are watching this whole world unfold the way it is. A lot of white people are. And I think there's a lot of white people, more so than ever, on the side of social justice. George Floyd's filming of that whole thing, the eight minutes and 46 seconds, I think it was finally the one that got a lot of people to be like, okay, that can't happen anymore. We, we can't have that happening anymore, where the cop looked happy to be doing what he was doing, and it was the, the it finally felt like after the quarantine, after being locked down, people all were like, you know what, we're on the same page. So what, what are the steps to make this thing right you think because there's obviously some laws that are in effect to target communities i mean there's a lot of things that maybe a lot of people don't know or know about what do you think the next steps are to hopefully bringing this country more together than it's ever been after all of this is currently happening well, well pat we've had discussions about this we had discussions in the nfl about diversity and everything and my message is always this has to be heart changes and this has to come from the inside of us doing exactly what you're saying saying you know what, this cannot happen. Uh, we can disagree on a lot of things, but this can't happen. We've got to change hearts. And I always, I'm a very strong spiritual person. I believe in Christianity. I believe in the Bible. And to me, Pat, I've always said, uh, the apostle Paul said in Romans, we cannot get overcome by evil. We have to overcome evil with good. And to me, that's how this gets fixed by saying, we're gonna do the right thing we're gonna to come together and we're gonna overcome this wrong by doing the right thing and having good in our hearts. Who has to have those conversations, you think, Tony? Who, who, who? We all have to have them. We, and we have to have Drew Brees saying what he said. I don't, I don't downgrade Drew for that, okay? That's what he said. He may not totally understand. It may have been uh, not exactly the way he wanted to express it, but he can't be afraid to say that. And we can't be afraid to say, okay, Drew, I don't agree with you. But let's talk about this and let's 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 sit down and talk about it. We can't just say anytime something happens that we don't agree with, hey, I'm done with that and I'm done with this person. And that doesn't make sense. Uh, we, we have to be better than that. This battle is not going to be won by demonstrating and throwing bricks through windows. Uh, it's not going to be won by the, the government saying, hey, we're going to bring out these weapons and dominate the streets again. That is not going to fix anything. Coach, how come we got to a point in this world where if you believe this, then you automatically believe this, 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 and this. And if you believe this, you believe this, this, and this. And we are not gonna talk to each other. We are not gonna listen to the other side. How, how come you think that, it feels like it really happened. And it's, I don't wanna say it's political, but it is, it's almost not just the political world, but it's the entire world where, well, if you believe that, that means you believe that, that, and that. And I will not even talk to you about it because of that. Like, it feels like we've become a world that refuses to almost have a conversation with anybody we disagree with. Why do you think that is the case? we have and i'm going to go beyond politics and i'm going to say it's spiritual i think it's satan dividing us and i'm always going to take uh, this is going to offend you so when that happens and, and you get offended you're done with me and then you do something that offends me and i'm done with you and that that's human nature that's what's inside us and we can't do that we've got to say you know what this is a brotherhood this is a country and we've got to figure these things out. I'm not going to be exactly like you. I'm not going to think exactly the way you do. But you know what? We can still make this country work and make this country be great. The NFL took a lot of heat 
for the kneeling protest. A lot of heat from the way it was handled. I mean, guys were getting booed out of stadiums, right? Because the messaging went a different direction. Then I think the NFL attempted to make it right by that coalition they created where they started donating money back to uh, underprivileged areas and youth and things of that nature. Do you think the NFL has a massive role to play in this entire thing, especially now that Drew Brees, one of the faces of the NFL, is becoming such a big part of this whole thing? I think we have a huge role just because of who we are, the, the most popular sport in the country. And all these young p- people of all backgrounds that come together and try to win a Super Bowl together, we can show the country how it's supposed to work. And I thought the leadership, the leadership in our country and the leadership in the NFL wasn't great at that time. I, I said at the time, if I was still coaching, I would have given up my weekly press conference and let those guys you know, say, what? Well, okay, we don't oh. want to kneel. We don't want to distort the the process. Instead of those three minutes kneeling, I'm going to give you 20 minutes of my press conference to discuss what's on your mind, what the problems are, and let's get this out there. That would have been so, because it it got almost, I don't want to say it it got tiresome, but it did whenever you knew what the protest was actually about, but you were speaking to somebody who was told that it was about who something. didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And it got tiresome to be like, well, that's not, that's literally not what, it, well, they shouldn't have done it that way. Then it was like, well, that's, uh, they literally, and then whenever Colin Kaepernick wore the pig cop socks and then the Fidel Castro thing, it, it only got even worse. And it was just like the narratives just got sent in so many different directions. And I feel like right now it's starting to happen again, but I do feel more and more people on the right side of things. I, I really, I honestly believe that. I agree. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to keep the focus on the problem and not on our differences. Coach, do you kind of wish that I was a quarterback for a team that you were? uh... (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved to have you on my team, Pat. I really would have. I listened to you speak at the, uh, I think it was the Colts training at the end of sponsorship luncheon or something like that. It was my first time ever getting to see you operate. And I was like, man, that guy up there. So good at doing whatever he was doing. He controlled the whole room. He sent a positive message. And there is not a single negative thing said about Tony Dungy in the Colts facility when I was there, man. I wish I would have got a chance to play for your team. Well, thank you, Pat. And that's the message. We got to stay positive. We got to stay together. Overcome evil with good. Don't let little distractions take us off base. That's what we always talk about in the locker room. Stay focused on the goal. Don't let the outside the locker room come at us so we've got to do that as a country and and stay together football night in america is oh did we lose him uh seems like uh yeah yep you know what pat i'm uh i got another call i gotta take (laughs) you do gotta do your thing go save the world coach appreciate you man yep thank thank you you. ladies and gentlemen tony dungeon So sorry to interrupt. I just want to let you know that Father's Day is coming up. So give dad the gift he really wants this year. Perfectly aged, tender steaks. Omaha Steaks will deliver the world's best steaks and a huge variety of other favorites directly to your dad's door. Omaha Steaks is America's original butcher since 1917. You can order with complete confidence today and have peace of mind knowing you're sending dad the very best. There's a money-back guarantee. There's some free, amazing steak-cut bacon with some of the packages. And it's the most tender, flavorful meat on earth. They've been in business since 1917. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher, is doing it again. 
with Father's Day. Right now, Omaha Steaks is offering listeners of this show across a variety of amazing packages that are perfect to send Dad for Father's Day. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code PAT in the search bar. You'll see all of the great options available. Many of them include free shipping and a free one-pound package of their perfectly cured, incredibly thick Applewood Smoked Steak Cut Bacon. Let's go. There are many packages available that are perfect for Dad, and they're all ready to be shipped straight to his door in time for Father's Day. Omaha Steaks always comes through for Father's Day with incredible deals. They're doing it again. OmahaSteaks.com. Type Pat into the search bar. Scan through all of their incredible packages. Many of them include free shipping and free one-pound package of their perfectly cured, incredibly thick Applewood smoked steak cut bacon. Damn. Sounds good coming out. Tastes great going in. Shout out to Omaha Steaks. Saving Father's Day. Don't buy a tie. Buy some meat. Some damn good meat. Hello. This is McAfee and Hawk. Sports talk. Today's a big day. We have a $10,000 Madden match that'll take place right here, right now. AJ Hawk and I will be doing the uh commentary of the match which will be the packers versus the saints ty schmidt will be representing the packers aj hawk will be pulling for him to win and connor will be representing the saints i will be betting alongside him if connor wins I will celebrate in a massive fashion while A.J. Hawk donates $5,000 to the George Floyd Family Fund and $5,000 to the YouTube commenters that are currently picking the Packers with their Venmo or Cash App next to them in the YouTube comment section. And on the flip side, if Ty wins, I will donate $5,000 to the George Floyd Family Fund and $5,000 to the YouTube comment section that picked the Saints to win in this Madden matchup. AJ, this game will be taking place in Lambeau, a place you know well. What are you looking forward to today? I'm looking forward to seeing this Packers offense become more explosive. We know head coach Matt LaFleur talked about it. Hey, we need to take some shots down the field. So I am I think Ty Schmidt at the helm with, with his buddy Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback position is going to take some shots downfield and really embarrass your Saints team today. Well, it's not really my Saints team. It's Connor's Saints team. And the people will like to hear that Drew Brees is out as starter of the New Orleans Saints. For an update with that, we go to Connor, who will be controlling the Saints today in this $10,000 Madden match. Thanks, Pat. I mean, thank God that these are the updated rosters. And I got Jamie Winston at the helm. I'm just glad that piece of shit number nine is not on the field. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Jameis Winston, by the way, MVP betting odds plus 250. If you're looking to get into that game, we all bet that heavily yesterday as soon as... Uh, yeah, 250 to 1. Sorry, not plus 250. As soon as this all happened, we will get a chance to take a little pixie at the Saints office with Jameis Winston at the helm Ooh. with Connor and the Packers with Ty Schmidt. Let's get right to it. Let's get the Lambo. $10,000 on the line in the YouTube comment section. Pick who you think's going to win right now with your Venmo and Cash App. The Saints will be kicking off. That's. Will be. Neil to touch <laughs> Thought he was about to bring it out there. Ty Schmidt and the Packers will start with the ball. Gunta Kutz did nothing to help this offense get more explosive. What do you think they're going to go with, AJ? 
I think Ty. Well, are we gonna get to see the the play choice? Yeah, oh, yeah. Looks yeah. Like sure it. feels like that <laughs> will no be happening. Well, I will be disguising it as well because I do not want Connor to know what I'm running. Will Ty <laughs> Schmidt take a shot here? Will Ty Schmidt open this game up with a, gr- a little bit of aggression? Aaron Rodgers in the shotgun, one one running back to his right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, There's a jumping. flag on oh, the first play. Oh. Delay of game. Oh. Ty Schmidt keeps messing around. Aaron Rodgers seems flustered. Sean Payton doesn't know if he has a quarterback next year. And also very excited for the first and 15 situation. So hey, someone needs to educate me on, on the latest Madden. Like, Can your opponent see what play you're going to run? I have no idea. It does feel as if we could see all of the routes right here that he's about to run. <laughs> Little play action. Oh, Aaron oh. Rodgers rolling right. He oh. interception. Oh. First play of the game. Oh. No wonder I got no batteries in the goddamn thing. We probably should. Oh my. So a delay of game right into an interception for the first two plays for Ty Schmidt oh. and Aaron Rodgers, who won uh a lot of people over last night. With with his display of information on what the protests were in the NFL were uh, years ago, and here early, it feels like the Saints' defense comes up large. Yeah, look at him just peacocking out there. I mean, this is so unrealistic, though. We know Aaron, first off, is probably not going to throw an interception, let alone his first pass of the game coming off a delay game. What a what an awful start for this Packers offense. Well, the Packers offense, I mean, really, this could be a protest of Gunther Kuntz being their general manager. Maybe Aaron Rodgers threw that interception on purpose. We're not sure. Let's take a look at the Jameis Winston-led New Orleans Saints team. Jameis Winston passed for over oh, five. come on! He's too undisciplined. It's encroachment. Bullshit. Oh, more penalties on this Green Bay Packers team. $10,000 on the line. I don't know which ref that is. I don't know which ref that is. Uh, Jameis Winston now with a first and five good field position after the turnover from Aaron Rodgers. Jameis Winston gets a snap, takes his time, delivers. Um, Jesus, time. Is this serious? Is this serious? Are we not? Zito just cut the game off, walked out, by the way. <laughs> Zito just walked out of the entire room. This is a Zito production. Uh, hooked up the controller, hooked up the system, hooked up the microphones, all within the last 30, 35 minutes. An incredible display of leadership by Zito. He just wanted to get, I think, a new controller for Ty mm-hmm. to potentially lose this game with. It feels like the Saints are coming out hot with Jameis Winston at the helm, AJ. Yeah, I mean, so wait, what are the odds on Jameis again for the MVP? 250 to 1, I think. Woo. They, they, may, they may have gone up today. Yeah, so it's 250 to 1 because nobody would have expected after the one-year deal that he signed for, how much was it, $1 bucks. Yeah. One-year, $1 million backup deal. Everybody was thinking, okay, Drew Brees, who already signed this NBC deal, he was up for Monday Night Football. He's going to get Sunday Night Football in the future. He wanted to come back and win that one-year deal. Jameis is never going to see the field, maybe as a backup if he has to. But now it's like, hey, with everything that's going on in the lack of awareness that happened yesterday by Drew Brees, causing quite a discourse, not only in the NFL in his own locker room, but in the country, you have to think, is there a chance Jameis Jameis Winston, starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints this year. We're getting a chance to take a peek at it right now. First well, and ten, that was a completion before everything froze. What's up, AJ? Well, I'm thinking also, Pat, Like, does how do you think NBC feels right now, coming off of Drew's comments? Tony Dungy joined us earlier. Interception. <laughs> Jameis Winston is on his way Son of a bitch. <laughs> to what he did last year, which was 30 for 30. I believe it's the person controlling 
uh, <clears throat> the controller and not Jameis Winston. A pretty good little drive, couple turnovers. Seems like the defenses are stout here in this primetime $10,000 Madden matchup. Tony Dungy was on this morning, AJ, with us. And he, I mean, he was supposed to be on I don't know how long, but we got him like three minutes early because coach time. He showed up to the Zoom meeting early. And the conversation we had with him was a deep one. And we had it for 13 minutes, and then he got another call while he was on with us. I wondered if that was the NBC people calling him, telling him to get off of the show immediately. Because what he was saying about trying to teach Drew Brees things and about how his dad was in Tuskegee Airmen because he wasn't allowed to serve alongside other people. I mean, it was a great conversation. But I have no idea how NBC has to feel about this. Knowing that they gave him the gig without ever knowing if he's a polished speaker or not because what he said yesterday the way it was delivered was just so poorly and the messaging was is not something that if you're in that locker room during the kneeling of the the national anthem you learned that that was i mean it was just it was all types of wrong and i sure nbc is questioning what do you think yeah that's one of the first things i thought of was obviously his teammates like that's the first the the reputation or i guess the relationships he's going to have to repair is like those guys inside the locker room that that looked to him as the leader and obviously a lot of them felt comfortable to go out publicly and, and say like how much they disagreed with him. I guess, where do we go from here? Supposedly there's a, a team meeting today on Zoom where he's going to address it with the rest of them as Devontae Adams is already lighting it up. Aaron Rodgers outside the pocket. He gets dangerous. Just throws a rope to Devontae Adams across the middle. Seems like the Packers are maybe learning how to play a little bit of offense after a turnover start. Turnover, turnover. Aaron Rodgers is at the 50 going in to potentially look to put some points on the board. Yeah, I don't know how the NBC thing's going to go. I, I I don't know. The team locker room, though, I think the reason why they were so disappointed, and I talked to, great catch, oh. good juke, stays in bonds, keeps the clock rolling and picks up a couple more yards, second and one. I think the big thing about the teammates being disappointed and other professional athletes being disappointed is during the kneeling protest time, the conversations we were having in locker rooms was so deep, you know, learning so, so much about the cause and everything like that. So whenever I would talk to people outside the locker room, they're like, well, they're, they're shitting on a military and American flag. It's like, well, that's not what they're doing. They are actually protesting for something very different than that. And I think the fact that people probably assume that Drew Brees knew that because of the conversations and because of the genuine raw insightful eye-opening conversations that were happening around all of that because a lot of people were in disagreements in locker rooms i think that's why everybody's so disappointed Devonte adams is going to be tough to stop today yeah for for about another 10 years in the league Devonte adams is going to be tough to stop but i heard uh, dominique foxworth on i believe get up this morning he used the term uh, aggressive ignorance and i was like wow that that really resonated like it made sense to me like it's just i don't know it's a weird time right now and just to to try to figure out what people's opinion is on it and know how, I guess you can never assume how somebody feels towards a certain subject. But it is nice to know that it feels like more people let Drew Brees know he was wrong now than they would have years ago, right? And, and just like Aaron Rodgers, who's leading this Packer team down the field after a, a little bit of a rocky start with Ty Schmidt in this $10,000 Madden match, him coming out and stating like, hey, I know, we all know what that was all about before. And even though the message might have been misconstrued outside of the locker room, in the locker room, we all very much understood it. And I thought, by the way, Aaron Rodgers showed a side of him. Touchdown, Aaron Rodgers. Was it, remember when Connor was Alan, like, oh, it was Alan a top Lazard, yeah, that guy's going to be a good player, too. He already is pretty good. 
Lazard makes a big play there. I think he got hurt last year at one point. But with Devontae Adams and Lazard, if they're going to play like this this year, who needs another offensive weapon? Draft a quarterback for five years down the road. Mason Crosby buries the extra point home. 7 nothing Green Bay Packers. Boston Connor and the Jameis Winston Saints can't really get anything going on their first drive. Now they'll give it another go with another kickoff here. Give him a chance to return this thing, Ty. A <laughs> uh, little side note: We did shit can Matt Lafleur's playbook. We are running, running guns, so that might be. Okay, play. see you later, Matt Lafleur. Big return here. Oh, oh, Breaks it to the outside. Oh. Gets to the forty-two before tackled. Big special teams play by friend of the show, Ted Ginn Jr. It's tough to tackle. Pat, did you ever uh, have a nice kick that got returned out to like the 50 and your special teams coach is mad at you for a bad kick when you knew, no, this is exactly where I wanted to kick the ball. It was just poor coverage. No, anytime. Yes. I mean, that does happen on punts and things of that nature and on kickoffs. But I think I had a lot of coaches that were very understanding. The one that comes to mind, big time catch down the sideline, Michael Thomas is going to be tough to stop. He put out a tweet to say, hey, Drew, you don't know no better. And I think that relationship is definitely going to get have to get mended. But Jameis Winston looks to have a great connection with Michael Thomas here in their second drive together in live football at the $10,000 Madden match. What did you ask before that happened there? Oh, something about if you gave up a big like – your cover team gave up a big oh, return. Yeah. You had a good kick. The first thing that comes to mind, Alvin Kamara over the middle, they didn't really get him involved as much this past season as his rookie year. Hope to get that back by Sean Payton and his Jordan shoes. Jameis Winston in shotgun, running a little bit of a hurry up, trying to catch the Packers on their heels. Alvin Kamara over the middle again, same damn play, same damn outcome, another first down. Um, The tackle that I had on Trendon Holiday, like that was supposed to be a touchback. It wasn't. So because he was such a good returner, it came out. So I get a lot of credit for that, obviously. Big sack. Loss of 15, basically. Dance on his grave. What a sack for the Green Bay Packers. Big play. Big play. They're running hurry up. Sometimes the big boys can get a little bit tired Mm. and and not be able to pick some things up. Uh, But that was supposed to be a touchback. So even though I get a lot of credit, that was a bad kick. Those types of things happen, Adrian. Of course. You're you're not... uh... You're not perfect. Nobody is, especially oh, oh, after oh, another, another interception. Oh, red zone he threw it into a defensive what? meeting room for Michael Thomas. It gets batted around and pulled down. Two drives, two picks for Jameis Winston, Connor, and the New Orleans Saints. Looks like I am going to be down a healthy $10,000 for this Madden match. 5000 to the George Floyd Family Fund. 5000 to the YouTube commenters, Aaron Rodgers. Hands it off to Aaron Jones. Big hole up the gut. AJ, when they're running hurry up, how tiring is that on the defense? Terrible. Oh, it, it really sucks on the D linemen. They're trying to rotate it out as much as they can, but every other position is not really a rotating position other than the D-line. So the, the corners, safeties, those guys have to be able to run for days when you're on an island too. So it is not fun at all. A lot of times it's it's controlled chaos for the good defenses that know how to defend it. Oh, big-time sack there for Cameron Jordan. That right, there, that right there, Pat, is exactly what will stifle any kind of hurry up if you can have a huge negative yardage play well that's what happened down near the end zone and then the next play a pick happens because the big boys got a chance to get rested now aaron Rodgers tackled 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage big third and 11 is jk scott gonna have to make an appearance or aaron Rodgers play superhero we know the routes they're right 
I can get a free a free ball. <laughs> yeah, maybe a pass interference as well. You never know. Make sure oh, you do not get sacked here. He delivers a ball oh, in a bucket. Oh. Big shake. Devin Funches, which was brought in during the offseason. A lot of people said if he can get healthy and play, he'll be a weapon for Aaron Rodgers. Funches can't be very happy with the Madden people giving him like the straight out of the box look of how the NFL wants you to dress. With their <laughs> Is that almost an interception? Oof. Almost flying Jeez. over top there. What's a flag. Please do remember as you're watching this with 17 seconds left in the first quarter, there has been three interceptions thrown already, two of them by Connor, one by Ty Schmidt, $10,000 on the line. What will Aaron Rodgers do? Last play of the quarter, it feels. Nope, no one here. And catch the ball! Only five seconds run off the play clock there. Don't know how that works. Doesn't seem very realistic. 12 <laughs> seconds left in the first quarter after an incompletion. Third and 10, if you have time, you know, I think you're going to, I think you bring it here. Connor, I, I know. think you bring I, it. I here. messed up. I wish I did. I already regret my decision. Oh no! Give Aaron Rodgers time. He's going to sit back and uh, pick you apart. Here he is, rolling right. Oh, a a oh, scene way too familiar with Aaron Rodgers' career. That is what he does: extends plays, throws ropes, dimes to Devonte Adams. First down to end the first quarter. Green Bay Packers in Lambeau, up seven, nothing. Lot of turnovers. What was your takeaway from the first quarter, AJ? Well, um, a whole lot of nothing. A couple interceptions, some big plays. Is there any, like, ch do you ever just have a little chunk plays where you just systematically move down the field? Or is it always like, okay, get me third and, and long, and i got to make a play? Well, it feels like the two Stooges that are playing currently are going all or nothing. Because every time Ty has run the ball, he's picked up at least six yards like he did right <laughs> there. But then the next play is a play action, hold that thing, probably get sacked. Then we got third and long yet again. Man, a lot of people learn NFL offenses and defenses from playing Madden, don't they? Aaron Jones, oh, they stopped him. Oh, yeah. Ty Schmidt said, oh, is that what you want me to do, pal? Hey, now, who puts these playbooks together for Madden? Do we know? Uh, probably pro football focus. <laughs> I have no idea. NBC's I, involved? I think the coaches have to send their playbook in, right? <laughs> Yeah, they pay them. They pay them a lot of money. I mean, really? Madden pays them a lot of money. I wouldn't be surprised if they just give them the entire vault of film and they hire some coach to come in or coaches to come in and draw it all up. I'd assume that's the case. They should have some coaches, like old coaches, as consultants for this to tell them, okay, this is what looks at least be somewhat realistic. Is this not accurate at all on the defensive side of the ball? Is that what you're saying? Oh, it is. I haven't. I mean, I don't want to look through everything. There's a lot of options, which is good. <laughs> feels like we. It feels like we do know Ty Schmitz. <laughs> <laughs> Game play. He's doing a lot of he's doing a lot of bluffing. Yeah, you gotta give him the play action. Well, it's uh, seven nothing, fourth and forever. Probably gonna have to kick a field goal, but I can say the defensive playbook in this game has been largely largely unchanged since about two thousand one. Uh -huh. Maybe 2000. It's only so many defense. Same play, same coverage. Just see ball, get ball. Ain't that right? Mason Crosby from 55 and a half. Yeah, hold out of J.K. Scott. Oh, no. That's on the hold. That ball goes right. No chance from the beginning. What happened there, Ty? Was it Mason? Was but, it the hold? Was well, it you? It is popular to contrary belief, you know, and I botched that, but. When you're looking at this and you're and it's switching from like the view of the game to like back to me, it is very hard to play. My controller started shaking there. I did not know what was going on. Jeez. Oh, Jeez. a lot of excuses. $10,000 Madden match. Got excuses from the man who's up 7 nothing with the Green Bay Packers. 5000 to the George Floyd Family Fund. 5000 to the YouTube commenters. If you bet on the Saints and Connor, you got to love to see that. A nice pickup of six with Alvin Kamara.
Hey, Ty, you, I saw you You shifted pre-snap there, and then he got a little, what, seven-yard gain about? What, what was your decision-making there? Why'd you do that? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we, we need to pinch the middle here. I don't know if he's going to run up the gut. I mean, I don't think he's ran yet, but... We can't judge Ty too much. He does have two interceptions, but that would not be one. Michael Thomas on a slant takes it up the gut for a gain of like 20 or so. Are you surprised Taysom Hill hasn't been used at all yet in the... Oh, uh, there you go. Jameis goes under center. Alvin Kamara up the gut. Ooh, oh, avoids attack. Juking oh! jive touch. Don Alvin Kamara. Extra point away from a tie. You got to love going with the ground and pound if you're the New Orleans Saints, AJ. Well, if you have Alvin Kamara, yeah. I mean, it's not even ground and pound. That dude, you see that little stutter he did inside the hole? That's what got him that touchdown. So what happens there? Whenever he hits that stutter, you as a linebacker just try to dive it where Whoa. he was, not where he's headed. We have a flag down on the extra Jeez. point. Personal well, foul, roughing the kicker. Oh, Jesus. Oh, over two. Are you kidding me? Roughing the – are you kidding me? I mean, I wasn't controlling the guy, so don't oh. look at me. Well, Lutz one L. He hands the L to the other team. You just took him out, friend of the show. Listen, I'm trying to block the kick there. Why is Connor not letting us have a run back there? I, I think it's one of the most exciting times. We're trying to win. Ball's on the 50, too. I mean, that was, I tried to just kick it a little bit, but oh, it's so you. easy to kick it out. They always think it's so can, easy just to can hit Can you poop up and put it like a little coffin corner for him and try to tackle him inside the 10? That is a very difficult kick. That is a very – people, they're always like, oh, just hit it high and short or whatever. It's like, uh, okay, let me let – me Oh, Ooh, big tackle for a loss by the Saints. Are they coming alive? Demario Davis with a big time play. Let me take off my current leg and just bring in like the the sixty degree that you guys Ooh, think we, the it would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, the science behind it is very. It's not an easy ball to hit, but when people get hit, when guys can hit it, I'm so impressed. It wasn't easy for me to hit at all. What if you had different shoes you could put on? Just with a wedge, different. <laughs> you could be like uh, uh, Groza back there. You have like a caddy too. Nothing but time for Aaron Rodgers. He's parked it like he's in Malibu. Oh. Still gets sacked. Get rid of the ball. Cameron Jordan is hot. Second sack of the game. The Saints feel to have all of the momentum right now, AJ. Oh, absolutely. What are we at? Third and long again? Third and 23 for Aaron Rodgers. This is either pass interference or he's going to complete like a 60-yarder. Well, (laughs) I would like to hope that maybe my, oh, here we go. He's got nothing but time. This looks like the Detroit Lions play. Throw it up. Who makes a play? Catch by Funches. Funches for Bunches was about to come out right there. Got to punt it now. JK over this, Ty. (laughs) You want hey, that's his money. I was thinking about it, but uh, I can't. I can't. second quarter, four minutes left. Packers with the first punt of the game. Punting out of his own end zone. Heels about three deep. Uh Oh Uh -oh. no. Uh Goddamn thing goes so slow. JK Scott hits a perfect punt. Perfect. That's what you should do every single time. That, that is a perfect, perfect punt by J.K. Scott. What a ball. Gets them out of at least field goal, a field goal position. Anytime you're punting with your feet in the end zone, you're just trying to get the other team on the other side of the 50. He backs them all the way up to their own 34. What a no monster return. That's ball. the biggest key. No return. He listened to his protect. all the guys protecting him. Hey, man, we're tired. Just hit this son of a bitch out of bounds, will you? <laughs> you got it. Here we go. Doesn't matter if you got Kamara on the ground. Three rushes so far for 41 yards. It feels like the Green Woo! Bay Packer defense from the NFC North game has showed up once again. Nothing but yards on the ground for the Saints right now. Yeah, from the NFC championship game, you mean. 
Yeah, the last game. Yeah, you said the NFC North game. I mean, there's three other teams that could be. Oh, that's on me. That is 100% on me. Michael Thomas is unstoppable. Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas seem to have found something here early. Will Jameis throw another interception, or will they get back into the zone? Jameis Winston. Scooting, Jimmy, and booting. What happened to your free runner off the edge when he fell down? Uh, That was me. I uh, fucking jumped the gun big time. All of the training that Jameis had been doing (laughs) with baseball bats and avoiding things pays off for the athleticism and agility to score one in on the ground. Will Lutz tacks on the extra point. 14-7, New Orleans Saints in the $10,000 Madden matchup against the Green Bay Packers, AJ. Ty, this is where we shine, man. You know that going into half, you, they finish finishes the first half strong and the second half. That's what Aaron can do. The middle eight. Oh, bring it out. Takes an knee. <laughs> Smart football, he says. 248 left in the half. Down seven. First time they've been down this game. What will Aaron Rodgers respond with? I'm surprised Jordan Love wasn't brought out for a potential <laughs> trick play or two. Not a chance. Not a chance. Gunther is going to be on the phone in about five, ten minutes. Make sure you get one of those in there at least. This new, the hey, this Saints defense has been performing very well, AJ. Yes, they have. And also, Pat, during this, this next upcoming season, do you think the, the Packers – Will throw Jordan Love in every once in a while just to give other defenses Ooh. something to think about. I think oh, oh, Aaron Rodgers that tries to get extra shit. yards. It gets bumped out when you dive ahead a like that. You obviously are giving that extra effort, but you are not protected by when the ball comes out. Aaron Rodgers tries to get a little bit greedy, tries to run somebody over. Turnover on Dines. New Orleans Saints, Connor are in a position to score points yet again. Ty, this isn't looking good. 14-0 run, <laughs> dump off to Kamara. I mean, that's horse shit. Oh, oh my. Oh. Was tackled at nine, short of the first down. Picks up another four with being a monster. First and ten for Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints. Jameis drops back. Oh. That's pick six territory right there, Jameis. Can't be making that decision, AJ. Yeah, that's a pick six. I mean, you're going to have to injure some of their star players, Ty, if you want a chance to win this thing. Oh, Greg Williams just made an appearance on the show. Shout out to <laughs> Bounty Gates is what it sounded like there. Can't get any goddamn oh! Jeez. Oh! Oh. Jameis Winston almost throws two picks on his first two throws of this particular series. Third and 10 can still score a field goal, which would be great to go on a 17-0 run instead of just a 14-0 run if we're calling the game, potentially make that decision. Ty, if we can hold him to a field goal, that's a victory for us. As the Packers, oh, and you get the ball back to Aaron and Drew Brees is in the ball game. Whoa! What the hell was that? What the hell was that? What happened to Jamie? Get him out! Okay! Drew Brees got subbed in. Is that what just happened? What happened? What happened? Is Jameis injured? No, he's good. He's good. Gee, maybe a little tired. Jeez. Oh, he was t- James. Slide one by me there. <laughs> what was that all about? A little quick Wait, sub. Bring fuck off. What do you think I want him in here? That's why I ran the ball, because I saw he was in the game. I'm not throwing with him. That was unbelievable. I mean, make Taysom your backup, stooge. He is, Tony. No, no, no. You reordered the depth chart, and then you ran a play call designed for an option run. Hmm. Taysom didn't come in. Well, let's. 
Oh. Did he sneak that one in there? Oh, yeah. Snuck it oh, in yeah. there. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. if it's in by an inch or if it goes right down the middle. Three points is three points. Will Lutz makes this thing 17-7 after an almost catastrophic move by Connor for a lot of things. Jameis Winston put some more points on the board for the New Orleans Saints. I mean, give me a shot here, will you? Oh, take it out. Jeez. Oh, Ty, Ty trying yeah. to direct blame to somebody else on being a boring kickoff returner <laughs> takes a knee. The Packers still have more than enough time to get back on the board here, AJ. Your $10,000 does look like it's in a bad spot, but Aaron has done more with less before. Oh, yeah. He'll be fine. I mean, we've got tons of time. We might score twice before half. Oh. Aaron Rodgers under center. Two tight end set. Running back leaves. Could check down. Oh, throws it up oh, to. Geez. Is that Funches? Oh, yeah. Funches. Funches may be Aaron Rodgers' new favorite target. Bye bye, Devontae Adams. Funches is making big time plays here at the end of the first half. Oh, he came back for it. The Funches, comeback route geez. with Funches is just eating the secondary alive at the New Orleans Saints right now. Is this a sign of what's to come this year from the Packers offense? Is that what Gunther Kuntz knew? That's why he didn't draft oh. a weapon. Sack oh, for Aaron Rodgers. That sack tie. Yeah, Need no, a timeout, possibly, probably. Third sack by Cam Jordan. The stars are really showing up tonight. Huh? Well, it's a five-star game. Sometimes it's a five-star game. Sometimes it's a role-player game. This is a five-star game. The big stars have come out today. And Devin Funches is becoming one of those. And Jameis Winston in New Orleans. Good news is it's always good to, to put yourself behind the chains, Ty. We like to play from behind like we've been doing all game. Especially whenever the clock is running out. One minute left. Second and 20. Still have I mean, two look more. look at that shit. Woo! Another timeout by the Saints, I'd hope so. I mean, Another timeout. wide open every time. There can we you go. Chip, can you like? Can you chip on Cam Jordan out there? Can you set up a chip either by the tight end, running back, or maybe even bring in a wide receiver to crack that guy? He is making plays all over the place. Aaron Rodgers, third and thirty. Oh, the overload line. Oh. Aaron Rodgers, nothing but time. Stands in the pocket, hucks one down. Oh. Good punt. That's it's all right. Good punt. Good that punt. is a should have knocked it down. Tried to. But the boys back there get hungry. There <laughs> might be some incentives on the line for interceptions. You got to do what you got to do. I enjoy whenever some of those things are called, like bat it down, do all this other. Don't score a touchdown if you can. Fall down. And guys are like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but there is a large incentive in my contract on that. What a moment that is for guys. Oh yeah, like okay, it's really easy to sit back in. The, after the fact and say, oh, you got to knock that one down. Jeez, Michael Thomas. He's eating. Have you ever been a part of a defense that called no moss? What? What do you mean? And let him score? Yeah. I don't think I have, actually. That was always very interesting to me because I thought it was a smart move, but telling a group of guys just to roll over basically had to be pretty tough. Yeah, I didn't. I never wanted to. I, I don't think – luckily I wasn't put in that situation, actually. I've only seen it a few times. Defense just doesn't even try. That's what it looks like right now. <laughs> New Orleans Saints just moving wherever they want with Jameis Winston. 37 seconds still left in the half. They might score again. They might score again. Uh -oh. We may have a pressure on them, Ty. We may have a controversy here. A lot of the Madden players in the chat are saying that one player is on possibly all Madden or all pro, and one is possibly on rookie level. No, we said them both to all pro before, please. Who would be on all Madden, by the way, Connor or Ty? 
Mine was on All Madden, but I lowered it to All Pro and put ties at All Pro. Okay, so what does that mean? That means that the, how fast the things are? Yeah, getting interceptions, I think, is like the big... Bingo, uh, need oh. what? Oh, big pass breakup. Could have stole the ball there right before the half by Ty Schmidt. They're going to look back on that one and say, see, Toddy, catch the ones they throw you, or normally it kicks you in the ass. Let's assume the Saints score after that. That's what it's going to feel like here. It doesn't matter, though. If you hold them to a field goal, you win again. Oh, no. Touch. Don, you drop a pick, the team's going to score immediately afterwards. That's just how the game is played in real life and in Madden, apparently. A lot of how is he this open? Uh, good fucking question. <laughs> 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 like, I'm, like I'm fucking calling Engage 8 every time. Are we playing NFL Blitz? I mean, you know, Mike Pettin, that son of a bitch. Maybe, maybe that's the reason. Don't fucking look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Every single coach on the roster. Okay. When, Ty, when, what will make you happy? What can the Packers do to make you happy? Thirty-one seven. No, twenty-four-seven. Maybe, maybe fucking block Cam Jordan. <laughs> coming around the edge, untouched on every play. Bakhtiari seems to be relaxing, uh, chugging beers in his spare time. I guess Cam Jordan's getting the best of him here on Madden. <laughs> Kickoff with 30 seconds left. Let's not put past another yeah, interception for the Saints to potentially put this thing at 31-7 before the end of this half gets over. Is there a run rule? Like, do you call it after a certain oh, amount? No. Oh, yeah, 21 is a, you know, a twomp. But we're going to score right here. So. Uh, I, I, <laughs> oh, there's no twomps today, my friend. We have no timeouts. The Saints have no timeouts. Green Bay has all three. That is something that you can keep in your back pocket, knowing that the entire field is in play right now for the 12. Packers. Two in the backfield. Here we go. Play action. We're going deep. Oh. Almost got sacked. Oh. oh. I'm Almost. going play action with 17 seconds left to keep the, <laughs> Smart. Uh, keep the defense. Smart. You never know what you're going to never know what's going to happen. Let's go eyebacks with 17 seconds like we're going to run the ball. They, those linebackers, I'm sure, really bit on that thing. AJ, what is the thought when you go out there? Just can't get beat deep here. Just can't, any, Everything's in front of us at all times. Is that the thought, yeah? Yeah, the fact that they have three timeouts changes a little bit. But, yeah, keep everything in front of you. Rally to the ball and try to strip that thing and, and let them, make them burn their timeouts. And go. Oh, Another God. sack. He's got no timeouts. Oh, he would have taken it right Blaga? there. What, what <laughs> the hell is he doing here still? True. Blaga's a really good player. Why is he just getting torched by Cam Jordan? Well, he's not supposed to be on the team. He's not on the team anymore. Yeah. So that's that could potentially be why. Not 100%. Ty, so apparently if you hit the left bumper, it adjusts the line so you can double Cam Jordan. <laughs> I'm not doing slide protections, all right? This is old school Madden. How much time is this over? It's halftime. Okay, halftime. Now let's let's re <laughs> come back to me and AJ here, Foxy. 24-7, New Orleans Saints right now. Started out ugly. Jameis comes out, throws two picks in his first two series. The Packers threw one in their first series, come back and score on that next one. Really thought the Packers were going to take over this thing. But this Saints defense, mixed with the, the relationship between Jameis and Michael Thomas early here, looks like the $10,000 is going to be coming out of your pocket to George Floyd's family fund and to the YouTube commenters. AJ, what are your thoughts on that first half? My thoughts are... Ty did not have the best first half, but you know what? I think he's going to rebound the second half. He's going to take Connor's soul. Like, Connor feels really good about where he is right now, and he's going to absolutely be devastated when Ty comes back and wins this thing by 14. Good news for everybody. Connor does not have a soul, so he is, he is right where he is supposed to be. I would like to take this time to remind you that today's show is brought to you by the most comfortable shorts in the history of shorts. Our friends at... 
Bird Dogs. These are gym shorts with a built-in silky soft inner liner that makes underwear obsolete. Much like the Packers offense in that first half. Much like (laughs) the ability of the Packers to stop the Saints offense in the first half. Boxers are now obsolete. They also make the best pants that we've ever worn as well. And right now, when you go to birddogs.com and enter promo code Sports Talk, they'll throw in a free pair of nunchucks. See these nunchucks? How often have I used these nunchucks since I got these nunchucks? Every Every day. day. I beat up the microphone, I beat up the air, I got more athletic, I got in shape, and with every single purchase from birddogs.com with the promo code Sports Talk, they'll throw in a free pair of nunchucks. Wow. Deal. They're very comfortable. As soon as I go home, I put them on. You can work out in them. You can sleep in them. You can do business in them. You can golf in them. They're the most uh, hmm, all-terrain shorts I've ever put on in my life. And they're very comfortable and make my thighs look great, which is what I'm really here for. And they give away free nunchucks. All right. Second half is about to happen here. Uh, I believe the Saints are getting the ball first. Yes. Saints are getting the ball first. We can really put this thing away on you, uh, AJ. I I just don't know how you stop this Jameis Winston offense at this point. I mean, as we're looking at it right now, yeah, there's no chance of stopping it. you got to hope that he just throws five picks this second half. Maybe kick an onside kick here. I I was trying to do that, and now I think I've lost that opportunity. Sure feels like Ty (laughs) has no idea what he's doing, but he's getting along, getting by in this $10,000 Madden match, Mason Crosby with the kick. Ty, Ty, is is this how it went when you played Katie Nolan on Twitch or whatever? Uh, it was a lot worse than this, to be honest with you, because the fact that he didn't know how to kick an onside kick, I didn't know how to kick at all. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a difficult situation. She was a gamer, too. She was a gamer. She, She's a hidden gamer. Huh? She's a hidden gamer. She yeah. loves the game. Yeah, she beat the hell out of me at this game, oh, yeah. and I am not a gamer at all. That's why I do not know a lot of the rules and things of this nature. I guess Ty doesn't either, it seems like, but Jameis Winston under center. Two tight end set to the left. From the check, check. What's that, AJ? Oh, they get run this thing out already? I think they can keep this on the ground. Big tackle there. Taysom Not, Hill just pancaked the guy. Taysom Hill, by the way, has yet to be used in this offensive set for the New Orleans Saints. Is Jameis Winston not allowing Taysom Hill to touch the ball? Very interesting decision by him, but here we stand. Alvin Kamara on the ground yet again. This green. Oh, he gets the edge. He gets the corner without stepping out of bounds. I have no idea how he was able to do that with his thumb on a joystick. This Saints team is moving. Like we get some nothing. goddamn pressure nothing. from the guys we spent, you know, 150 million on in the offseason. Well, the pressure <laughs> wouldn't help you on the run. It seems like the ground and pounds getting you just like in the NFC Championship game. Alvin Kamara oh. gets stuck for a one-yard gain. Second and eight or nine for the New Orleans Saints. If they score here, it really feels like this one's about over, AJ. Connor, you got to take some chances, man. Throw the ball down the field. <laughs> Don't you worry about any of that, Connor. Remember, there's a lot of money on the line, not only for the youth. Uh, oh, oh How are you up? Oren Burks 17. is absolutely showing off today. I wish you guys could get the Telestrator and run a couple ISOs on Taysom Hill because the blocking clinic he's putting on well, is next level. That's what Taysom Hill does. Yep. Not only can he throw and catch and, and tackle and block, he's he's he can do it all, and he does it for the team. But I can't believe up 17, you're able to take a 14-yard sack. I just don't know how you do that. Mm. Now you're putting Jameis in a hole. Drop back, pressure. 
Over I'll the catch middle. the ball, Cook. Break up. First punt for the Saints on the day. Got to feel good if you're a Green Bay Packer better at this point. Yeah, but, unless he unless he runs a fake punt and, and oh gets no. it. <laughs> Thomas Morstead to punt. This oh. guy, best punter I've ever seen. He's a human's jugs machine. What does he do best? He just he's the most consistent dude of all time. He just he's a jugs machine. So he can he can boom it and he can also. No, he just he puts it exactly where he wants to all the time. That's what it looks like in real life. Like he just he just puts it exactly where he wants to put it, and it just goes. He just throws darts with his leg. It might not be as high as some or as long all the time. He can still bomb it, but every ball is just the same exact ball. Boom, 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 boom. Pins the Packers back inside their own ten, which is what you're trying to do. Down seventeen. Aaron Jones on the oh! ground, big hole. It's good. Keep him honest, Ty. Hey, you have to. Gains, we got plenty of time. Gains about 27. You do have nothing but time. Still a little over. Got, I think we need to score a touchdown on this possession, though. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Have to score in general. Down 17. Need points. If there's another turnover, this one might be all she wrote in Lambeau for the Packers. Jameis is going to give us a few still. You know what I realized at the Packers oh. game, too, by the way? Big hole again for Aaron Jones. Go behind the big boys. The offensive line that was getting judged and ridiculed in the first half is now becoming the bread and butter. Uh, when I went to that Packers game and called that Packers game, I realized that there's a lot of out-of-towners that are in that stadium. Like, there's people that, like, it's uh, it's like a pilgrimage to Green Bay to go to a game. Like, oh, I've been a fan of the Packers for 20 years. This is my first game. It felt, because the place stayed full, even whenever they were down, like, 24 nothing to the Lions at the time. Yeah, they come in like on. They'll come in probably on Thursday or Friday before the game and go to the pro shop, go take all the tours, go around town, and, and really soak it in. It's quite an experience. And there's that Funches Rogers connection that we've been talking about, and Guntekutz has been telling you about. Big time play there. Five catches for 85 yards. Is that what that said? Mm-hmm. Not a bad debut for Funches and Aaron Rodgers here. Hey Pat, nice glasses. AJ, nice shirt. Cool glasses. Cool, cool, glasses. Glasses. cool glasses. Thanks. Yeah, it's for you guys. It's a great shirt on your chest right there, AJ. I think. As hockey's going to get going again soon sometime in July, right? Yeah, I think it is. I believe hockey is going to happen. I don't know if they voted at all. I know the NBA is voting today on that 22-team uh, layout, which we broke down uh, in the first show. Boy, it's a tough thing to talk about. Is baseball going to make it? Are they going to play? Trevor Barpar told us that they're about 95-100%. He thinks 95-100% chance they're going to play. But the latest offer, I guess, is 50 games prorated salary, and the players were not about that, about that. Another first down for Aaron Rodgers here. Need to score points. The message was received loud and clear in that huddle, AJ. Yeah, yeah. some great halftime adjustments made by Matt LaFleur and Ty Schmidt. Well, Ty Schmidt did say in the first half very early that he actually dumped LaFleur's playbook out of the system and put in his own fucking one. Is that not accurate? Yeah, yeah, that is true. I did. Yeah, that is true. Aaron Rodgers in the gun. Protected well. Time. Throw. Interception. That's horseshit. Kind of the story of the day. The Saints (laughs) defense is dominating the Green Bay Packers. What a interception right there. AJ, I saw you make a one-handed grab with a cast on your other hand over the middle. It was insane. When you make a ridiculous interception, like a diving one like that, how hard is it to remain humble? To remain, it's easy to remain humble, I guess. Oh. In the moment, other some people show their excitement more than others. Latavius Murray, r- right up the gut. This game is literally running out of control for the New Orleans Saints. Interceptions on the backside, ground and pound on the ground. 
I mean, $10,000 probably coming out of the Green Bay Packers squad, 5000 to the George Floyd family okay. fund, 5000 to the YouTube commenters who said New Orleans Saints with their Venmo and Cash App early in this game. Yeah, these are the games that if you're on Green Bay, you're in offense or defense, like they are not fun to be a part of. You're On defense, you cannot get a stop, it seems like. And on offense, you continue to turn the ball over and can't put points on the board. But you and- at home in a primetime game, it's terrible. And it's also, horrible. you have to remain optimistic that one play can turn this whole thing around. It's a quite a balancing act. Like, yeah, we could still win this thing versus, man, we are not doing anything right. Oh, boy, this could get out of control quick. There's all those emotions happening on the sideline. Throw the ball! Are you kidding me? Up 17? Throw the ball! You get There's sacked. That, uh, there's that 150 mil they spent. That's what Ty's, Ty's been asking for that for a long time. Ty has been asking for that for this entire game. We spent a lot of money on the defense. Let's keep it going. Third and 16 or 15? Looks like 15, Pat. Cool glasses. Cool glasses. (laughs) Cool glasses. Aaron Rock, or Jameis Winston, I'm sorry. First down. First down to Alvin Kamara going up and getting Why it over. Why you have the DN oh. on Alvin Kamara? Well, he came out of the backfield, AJ. Whenever you call a defense and you know if that running back comes out of the backfield, a linebacker is going to have to cover. What is the mindset there before the play starts? You got to do whatever you can to try to keep him in the box and try to bluff like you're blitzing up the middle or something to try to keep him in. But a lot of times they already know you're not coming and he's just going to release right away anyway. Alvin Kamara with a jet sweep stays in bounds as well. Very smart football there. Let this clock tick away. Boston Connor, Jameis Winston, New Orleans Saints feel very confident when it's this $10,000 Madden match. Connor with the, showing the high football IQ right there, staying in bounds. He's cut back in a couple times. I think that's because he feels as if Alvin Kamara can juke anybody as well. And it, he's proved that today that he can. Oh, Alvin Kamara. D-line adjustment that Ty did pre-snap that moved his D-lineman right out, right out of that gap. <laughs> I didn't touch my goddamn D-line right there. They're getting blown 10 yards back every time. This is the NFC Championship game yet again. Check. Check, check. I'm moving up front, Ty. (laughs) Check out. Doesn't matter. I'm controlling the goddamn guy. Anyway, look at him. He's getting blown 10 yards off the ball. (laughs) First down. First and 10. Alvin Kamara. A little frustration on the defensive side. Fours up. (laughs) Hey, hold on. But so third quarter's over. We're headed into the fourth. We're down 24-7, Ty. Don't you think, like, what would Lou Holtz do right now? What would he say to this team? Uh fucking get it together boys okay you guys are playing like shit on the offense the fucking defense is getting getting pushed around like a bunch of pussies I'm fucking sick of it okay we better come out with our asses on fire and score at least 17 points or we're gonna be running fucking gassers until all of you guys puke on Monday I'm fucking sick of it get out of here Let's go! Let's go! Coming out of that speech, Alvin Kamara only picks up three. Oh, worked. Fourth they quarter. Listen. They listen to you, Ty. AJ, I didn't see your fours up. I wonder what that's all about. You don't uh, appreciate a good fourth quarter arm up in the air situation. It really makes you focus in harder on the fourth quarter, doesn't it? Well, yeah, in high school, I loved it. <laughs> Bro, there was people. I mean, put the, your fours up. Oh my god, dude, that was tough. 
And if you don't do it, you're not focused. Touchdown, uh, Packers. <laughs> tell Lou Holtz to Dagger, coffin, eat tie. shit Dead. with Jameis Winston to Michael Thomas, which seems to be a connection that is an absolutely beautiful one. <laughs> Green Bay Packers about to be down 31-7. to seven. Hey, don't uh, think I don't right, remember you put Drew Brees in there, you son <laughs> of a bitch. And Drew Brees was never – was only in this, play for, or in this game for one play. We, we ran the ball. Will Lutz in, perfect, 31-7, fourth quarter, $10,000 Madden match. Uh, AJ, it feels like this money's coming right out of your pocket, pal. It's over. This is over. I am down 10K. I mean, Are you sad about how terrible Ty Schmidt is at this game or no? Yeah, a little bit, but I'm also putting myself in his shoes, and I'd probably be getting beat like 86 to nothing right now. Yeah, I'm not good at the game either. I can't really judge him, but, boy, this has been a bad showing. Connor has just absolutely opened this thing up on the defensive side of the ball, cool glasses, and on the offensive side of the ball. He feels very good. We once had him play against a uh, a random opponent for $10,000, and that random opponent came in and beat him by like 75, and it was like the number 10 ranked overall match player on earth or something the guy hustled us bamboozled us we let a wolf into the hen house that day never happened again oh break it i mean break a goddamn tackle funches doing a lot more than jimmy graham did as a green bay backer here early (laughs) but ty not exactly thrilled with his yards after catch is that accurate well i mean he's moving the chain so i gotta give him that but break a goddamn tackle pal we need you getting the you know we need you finding pay dirt here also, not to make excuses, my LT has not worked all game long. <laughs> oh, please. I, not I, even a button. I don't know what that means, what he just said, but Aaron Rodgers. Go, go get it. Go get it. Another almost interception there. This defense is swarming. This defense is hungry. Why is that, AJ? They watch a lot of film this weekend, or is this an ineptitude of the Packers' offense? Well, I, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know why they look flat right now, but the, at least the, – the Packers receivers are getting a good chance to, to practice becoming like the defender and breaking up these would-be interceptions. Well, speaking of interception, didn't I have mean, a chance to throw one of those because Cameron Jordan has six sacks on the day. Gobble, 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 all coming in the same exact fashion, moving the pocket, <laughs> trying to scramble down behind the chains, and Cameron Jordan has been eating today. Six right, sacks. Get flushed. you got to flush out to the left side away from Cam Jordan. See at, what, that? at what point are we worried about Aaron's health and we put in Jordan Love? Well, if He's we, not on the team, so we don't worry about it at all. Keep going, Raji. Oh. <laughs> Another interception for the Saints. This one is about over. Are you quitting yet, Ty? Is this no, a, I won't quit. I won't quit. This is not a quit time. <laughs> no, oh, no. please. If he scores another touchdown, is this uh, – AJ, do you – at what point do you think this thing's about over? Yeah, if he if Connor scores another touchdown here, I think we got to call it. But remember, you always got to think we're one play away. Hey, one pick six right here, all of a sudden 31-14. Get a defensive stop, boom, now you're back in at 31-21. Now you're only down 10, which is still two more scores, you know? Only down four and a half scores. You're in a good spot. Yeah, you better find a way to stop this run. Well, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. You see why the Packers got rid of Blake Martinez. You know, he's still on the roster here, and uh, we just we can't get anything going here. James Winston hands off to the Giants. What'd you say, AJ? Uh, AJ. Blake, Blake got paid a bunch of money to go to the Giants. Yeah, he was a free agent. Very true. Oh, Latavius Murray is probably going to get paid at some point as well. There's another first down for the Saints. They, Jameis Winston's done it through the sky. They've done it on the ground. I mean, we gotta, this. Uh, we got to we gotta start blitzing them. 
uh, AJ, believe me, I've been blitzing all day, pal. And they've been popping right through <laughs> oh, the holes, go, just like the San Francisco 49ers did. Another first down. The clock is tick, tick, ticking. Below five minutes left in this game. What an ass beating this is. Do most games go this way on Madden to where you can just have your way with a team if you run the ball like this? The guy who won the Madden tournament actually only ran the ball and won the entire thing. So, Oh, that guy was hated, by the way, by the spectators, I bet. Michael Thomas is still – he might have stepped out. I don't know if they're going to review that. It's a scoring play, though, so they'll take another look at it. But we just put up another seven points. You can't see me, says Boston Connor, but we all have seen the dominance today by Jameis Winston, and somehow Michael Thomas stays in bounds there. This Saints team is absolutely slaughtering the Packers. I've been in the real life on the opposing end of a Saints team that was very hot, lost by 50 in New Orleans in primetime football once this can't feel good for the Packers not to be able to stop the bleeding I mean it doesn't but you know guess what this is the Packers defense folks okay so I mean I don't I don't know what you want me to say does AJ Hawk have any plays left in those knees shoulders and jawline all Packers fans are asking brings the ball out gets tackled at the 24 probably should have just took a touchback 38 to 7 Pat, what do you do here when now you know the coaching staff's going to come to the players, especially like on the Packers D, when they have to go back out in the field and be like, this is where I want to see what you're made of. I want to see the character that you have. If you're playing hard or whatever, and then the first play, they, they break off like a 14-yard run, and everyone just quits on the defense. It's like, all right, we got nothing. This is where we're going to watch film and see who's in it for the team oh, and who no. is letting distractions happen. Cameron Jordan has seven sacks. If you're the right tackle, you have to wonder what is going on here. Why am I in professional football? still Cameron Jordan just got a hundred million dollars in one game here in Green Bay breaking news what is it the NBA governors have approved the 22 team okay there we go here we go and And it's all being played in Orlando right oh yeah 22 teams go in oh oh a reception somehow some way that thing goes through somebody's face and Allison is on a receiving end first and 10 in a game that is about over with three minutes left the 22 teams all of them that are down there uh, nine teams in the Eastern Conference 13 teams in the Western Conference they'll all play eight more games which will combine with their schedule and their record from before the quarantine top eight seeds in both conferences will qualify for the 16 team tournament if the nine seeds are within four games after the eight games are played with the record total the nine seed will play against the eight seed for that eighth seed if the eight seed beats the nine seed in the first game nine seeds out if the nine seed beats the eight seed they have to beat them again double elimination and that is what will be taking place it will eventually be a 16 team tournament to find out who's the winner of the nba championship 38 14 touchdown for the packers there while i was speaking don't you think the nba is going to be weird when you watch it because these games are getting they're being played not in arenas right it's going to be like on rand it's going to be like watching a summer league or something yeah it's going to be i think it's going to be awesome it's going to be like those march madness games that don't have a lot of fans in the stands where you you kind of get to hear the coaching and hear the squeaking it's like the old and one commercial that was just like you heard the squeaking and the ball i think i assume since it's going to be at one place they're going to have so many cameras I think we're probably going to see so many different angles. It's going to be mic'd up. I think it's going to be great content. And all the biggest stars are going to be there. And all the biggest stars at the beginning have a chance to continue to win the whole thing. So that's good news. 
And this Saints team is still just just stomping a mud hole in the Green Bay Packers' assholes right now. Mm-hmm. Senate guys right there, you know, what are you going to do? Well, whenever they're moving bodies, there's just nothing you can do. NBA will be good. I'm pumped for that, AJ. Oh, it's going to be great. I think it's awesome. So they, they're officially approved, right? So when does it start? Uh, Alvin Kamara scores his 40th touchdown of the day. This Saints Day, this one's over, boys. This one <laughs> oh, is yeah. over. Congrats to Jameis Winston on being under. No, I guess because there's money on the line, we have to finish it, don't we? Oh, nice. eh, I mean, nah, I mean this got, is, it's, it's 40. What is it? All right, it's a unanimous decision. AJ, you owe $5,000 to the George Floyd Family Fund and $5,000 to the commenters that said the Saints and Jameis Winston Woo! and Connor were going to win with their Venmo and their cash app. Oh, yeah. The $10,000 Madden match for good was won by myself and Connor with Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints. Yeah! Connor, it felt good to just go out there and dominate, I'd assume. Well, I haven't won anything in about six weeks, so it does feel good to uh, catch a catch a W. And Ty, you were you played very poorly this yeah, entire time. What what happened out there? Uh, well, after that, uh, I got a little cocky after that first. You know, I got up seven nothing, moved the ball pretty well down the field there. I said, "Geez, I'm gonna kick his ass," and <laughs> it, that did not happen. At any point, did you think of Jordan Love? No, no, he's not on the team in that. I mean, that's the other thing, you know. Give me the fucking actual Packers roster right now, and maybe it's a different story. We well, don't know. Aaron Rodgers in real life would somehow make that game, even down 40, a game at the end. But since it's Aaron Rodgers and Madden with you controlling it, we don't have faith. AJ, do you have anything to say about the team that you chose to ride with here in this uh, $10,000 Madden match? I, I don't regret my decision. I'm going <laughs> to stick with Ty, and okay. Ty knows I'll ride and die with him Appreciate on this. That. I thought for sure the Dr. Lou speech may bring them out of that hole going into the fourth, and it may have gone the other way. They may have heard the speech and said, absolutely not. We will not play for this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Did Coach talk to the team afterwards after that ass beating, after a professional NFL game got forfeited because you were losing by so much? All of you guys are fucking despicable, okay? You call yourself Green Bay Packers, and you go out there and play like that. It's fucking disgusting. Get the hell out of here. I'm going to go get boozed up and poop my diapers in here. <laughs> All right. So the NBA has approved the 22-team format. The MLB still looks like they got some ground to make. The AFL is back one week from the day. Uh, Your team lost. Let's go. NHL's coming back. It feels like we're potentially coming to a point where we're all going to come together. It feels like America may be able to be much better than it's ever been on the other side of this whole thing, AJ. I sure hope so. I mean, it's got. We have to, don't we? Like, I think things have to change. Got to do it. Have to do it. Why not? Hey. Why not us? Why not us to do it? Why not us? Why not now? Why not? Yeah. Why not? But, Ty, if Lou Holtz is speaking to the team after the game, I understand he's mad. But why in the world would you plan on pooping your diaper? Like That, that would happen maybe if you got no, too drunk. But why would That's you the just- whole point. I'm going to get so fucking shit-faced that I poop my diaper and don't know what the hell's going on. I think Lou Holtz has been with Lou Holtz long enough that he just knew what was going to happen eventually. Uh, from all of us to all of you, we can't thank you enough. AJ Hawk will be paying $5,000 to the YouTube commenters that predicted the Saints to win with Connor. He will also be donating $5,000 to the George Floyd, uh, Floyd Family Fund. 
Uh, we can't thank you enough for watching. We're back tomorrow to hopefully send you into a weekend of understanding, a weekend of happiness, and a weekend of good, good shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's the show. The greatest sports talk show on the internet from one to two Eastern Standard Time. So come on down for a mental vacation with the boys on the tooth It's McAfee and Hulk. It's McAfee and Hulk Sports Talk. AJ used to tackle quarterbacks and he's a rust belt kind of guy. That's the punter of the decade for the 2010. Kicking piss missiles to the sky. It's McAfee and Hawk. It's McAfee and Hawk Sports Talk. It's McAfee and Hawk Sports Talk. Are done? So sorry to interrupt, but I need to tell you about the greatest shorts to ever exist. Okay, everybody knows I got big thighs. Skies out, thighs out. Quad father. All these things. So finding shorts is not easy it's not easy to find shorts that fit it's not easy to find things that are comfortable and move with me and have the liner inside that acts as boxer briefs but is even more comfortable because it's not actually a part of the you get it it is bird dogs Bird dogs are gym shorts with a built-in silky soft inner liner that makes underwear obsolete ha obsolete they also make the best pants that I've ever worn. When you put these shorts on, you're going to be like, hey, I understand way back in the day, way back in the day, they tried to make the bathing suits that had the thing that held your kit and caboodle together. They were trying to eliminate underwear so you didn't have to get your underwear wet when you jumped in the pool. Well, bird dogs came along, revolutionized it, and made the most comfortable thing ever. You don't have to put on underwear, and you can wear these shorts in the gym. You can wear them in the pool, and you can even wear them to an office meeting if you have to. They look damn good, and the pants are... Fantastic as well. Right now you go to birddogs.com and enter promo code PAT and they'll throw in a free pair of nunchucks. Yup. You heard it. Nunchucks. You'll get an actual murder weapon along with your pair of bird dogs. That's birddogs.com, promo code PAT, and boom, free pair of nunchucks with your pair of bird dogs. You will not take these things off, I promise you. They are fantastic. I worked out on them today. I'll sleep in a pair tonight. You'll enjoy the hell out of them. Birddogs.com, promo code PAT. You get a free pair of nunchucks. Hi! Joining us now is a Super Bowl champion. A handsome, gray-haired fella. He used to bomb balls at Colorado. And for the last 14 years, he's been a Green Bay Packer. Ladies and gentlemen, Mason Crosby. Yeah! Yeah! Mason. What's up? Hey, thank you so much for joining us in the middle of the world that we're in. Thanks for taking time. Before we get to a conversation, uh, you being a part of the Enough is Enough video with the Green Bay Packers and what the locker room was like during the kneeling protest, which I talked about last hour, can we talk about the backdrop here and how you have 700 game balls <laughs> behind you? Yeah, I got a, got a lot of stuff going on. I got Look a little CU helmets, got some of my... Uh, Ooh. Teammates, captains, picks. So, office is set up here. Hey, what's the Detroit Lions game ball from last year? One year after the game that you had, and then you basically go ahead and win that thing. Is that thing held up anywhere in there? 
Well, it's it's on the other wall. There's another wall full. Of- <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Uh, you're a legend absolute legend Mason thank you for joining us let's talk about this Uh, I would assume that an email was sent out or a text was sent out asking do you want to be a part of the Green Bay Packers enough is enough video uh, about everything that's happening in the world you said yes you were a part of that what was the entire process behind that well we actually uh, we man we have a great group of guys on our team a great leadership council that uh, we actually meet with uh, with coach once a week, and uh, you know, as all this kind of started happening, um, we we got on a phone call and uh, started uh, you know talking about ways that we could kind of get out in front of this and uh, you know just uh, you know stand united together and uh, say that you know uh, oppression, racism, this stuff is not okay, and uh, you know we. We decided to go, and uh, you know, Aaron actually put together, uh, you know, uh, kind of some of the things that we we said in the um, in the deal, and um, you know, we we all kind of read off a video, and then our media group, uh, you know, spliced it together, and um, you know, made it really nice. It, it turned out really well, and it was uh, it was awesome to hear everyone's voices, and we kind of wanted to be that voice, uh, you know kind of going in front uh, you know, for the Packer organization there. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because I've always said this, the kickers and the punters on teams, now granted, even though our physically tasking professions are much lower than everybody else, you get a chance yeah. to kind of interact with everybody. Offense, defense, the special sure. teams room is the only time other than the team meeting room where people from all positions are in there. And I talked about how during the kneeling protest whenever it happened the conversations that started happening in the locker room in the cafeteria maybe uh in the hotels that we're at those conversations about what they were protesting for as opposed to the narrative that was getting out against the military and all this stuff it wasn't about that at all and i think that is why the reaction to drew Brees was what it was because it was like drew you were in there with us during those conversations we explained this out what we go through that you might not understand that goes through and him saying that again about the military and the american flag i think that kind of ignited a lot of people to be like drew we literally were in these conversations together that's what a locker room's for and when it felt like he turned on them that's why they reacted the way they did do you see it the same way well yeah i can't really speak to like why you know his teammates you know felt the way they did on that so obviously this is a you know as a as a deep uh, you know seated issue and we we did i i thought honestly we came together as a team the conversations that were had and uh in in that space uh you know a few years ago where uh uh, it it made it made me closer to my teammates closer to the you know the guys getting to understand just uh you know that it it is something that i've i've never had to feel on a you know on a regular basis and to be able to just share with those guys and let like listen just sit and listen to that uh those conversations was was impactful to me and my life and uh, you know whatever our our walk of life is i think it's important to 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 see everyone's perspective and understand and then try to go out and make a difference and 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 live that way um yeah and and yeah for me you know we we made a decision as a team as the packers organization to to lock arms and stand united uh you know during the anthem and uh, it was nothing to do with you know the american flag disrespecting that uh, you know we stood and we uh you know we we represented our team and our uh you know our country and our families in that way and that was that was the decision we made together uh you know as a team and and like i said and like you were talking about that those moments those conversations i think moving as we you know where we are right now um it allowed us as a leadership group 
as a group of guys to, to come together and say, hey, this is this is what we want to do. Let's let's address it head on and not, uh, you know, not just kind of continue to put words to it. But let's uh, let's find ways to to take action and, uh, and be united in this. Those were powerful times, man. Some of those conversations that I didn't even know were about to happen. Like maybe it was in the hot tub, right? In the hot tub, yeah. you're sitting in the hot tub, and then all of a sudden somebody comes in, and like one question is asked, and then all of a sudden that thing just spirals into like there's 10 people standing outside the hot tub. I'm getting pruny in the hot tub, but the conversation is going so good. It's like, man, these are insightful conversations that are happening. I wish everybody else could feel that. That's why or hear that and, and understand that, and that's why I've always like the locker room if we can get it to society be awesome i think we're getting there by the way i do think we are getting there even though we are hitting points where there's going to be idiots along the way let's talk about your career a little bit let's pivot away from that you've kicked balls for one team for a long time this is not normal normally kickers end up going somewhere else they hit a cold streak they get cut something of that nature it feels like you're going to be one of the guys who've been around the packers for so long one of these kickers who's going to be able to go for maybe another 30 years how does the body feel over there mason well, you, uh, I mean, obviously you worked with Vinatieri for a long time. I'm just trying to get to that, you know, that level. <laughs> I, I was thinking the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, I'd, I'd have to play, I think like 10 or 11 more years. You know, it's like basically doubling my career up to, to get to where he is. So not, not sure on that, uh, on that front, but, uh, I feel great. And, and you were involved in kind of the, the lockout 2011s, you know, time frame, And honestly, you know some of this uh, this time period not having to like be like like going into practices and like the football side of things i'm able to really work on my craft uh, do all the things that i need to do to be ready i feel like i'm taking you know great care of my body in this time period and just uh yeah really focusing on those little things that are going to help me down you know down the road i mean as we get older our bodies just can we can I, we can only handle so much of you know the the daily grind of going out and trying to perform um, you know and uh, even in a practice setting I sometimes think practice settings sometimes are a little more pressure packed than even a game just because it's like every kick you kick five six eight kicks in a row and you're expected to make every single one of them and it's like you got to really lock in and be ready for that so to be able to just kind of build my mental prep and my, my physical stuff, uh, you know, kind of preparing for training camp and more for the season just feels, feels really nice to me right now at, uh, at age 35. So. What you, a couple years ago, you get, you had a brand new snapper, a brand new holder, and that is tough. Like, I don't think enough people understand that. I was actually excited to call your last game against the Lions so I could point that out to a lot of people that are watching. Like, hey, this has been a brand-new holder in J.K. Scott, who's a, a good punter, and a brand-new brand snapper. Sometimes that transition into a field goal operation can be a little bit different. And I wanted to say that. You didn't tell me to say that, but I saw it from film that I watched because I was prepared as a color commentator. Then you guys didn't score a point. I, I, I don't <laughs> exactly. even, yeah, you didn't even get on the field. I don't, I don't even think you came on the field but one time kicked off one time yeah yeah so i didn't even get a chance to talk about that but was that a mentally tasking year for you in between years no kicker likes to miss kicks ever no matter whose fault it is and there's a chance you had a lot of success for a long time and then you ran into that a little bit coming out of that on the other side this last season what was it that kind of got you out of it was it a lot of it operation getting comfortable with things and how did you not let that beat you too much yeah you know honestly that season was one of my more fulfilling seasons being able to just really shape and and work with those young guys and uh it was trying after you know detroit just the worst game of my life um to be able to bounce back the following week have a game winner and then 
going throughout the rest of the season and only missing, uh, I think I missed two kicks the rest of the year. It was, uh, I, I worked so hard. Honestly, that game, not kicking a field goal in that Detroit game was kind of a blessing because I was just so tired. <laughs> I, was just like, I was just worn out, you know? It's like, I am ready for this season to be over with. But, uh, you know, it was, um, yeah, that that year again, I, I learned so much through adversity and through uh, through moments. I was actually listening to a podcast today, a guy uh, Chad Wright, of, uh, Navy SEAL, and he was talking about uh, you know how through adversity, the decisions and the things that we do in these times, especially, and it kind of cycles back to what we're going through right now, is what we do in these moments will define us for the rest of our lives, and it's like that is so true, and that's kind of. Through my trials and uh, you know tough times, I've I found that I found that like I just I something lights inside of me whenever the you know I'm I'm put against the fire and I I, I enjoy the challenges and uh, sometimes it's harder to handle success than it is those uh, those tough times and to you know kind of fight through. Aaron, by the way, was one of your biggest supporters through your uh, I don't want to say bad times, but through your misses and through the operation potentially not being as smooth as it should be. Aaron yeah. was the guy that was right next to you on even in that Detroit game. It was very much like Aaron has this notion about Aaron that Aaron only cares about Aaron and it's a it's a national push it's because I think he doesn't do as many interviews and he's a little bit more quiet than some people think and there's always this narrative like oh Aaron's this Aaron's that but in that moment where you had that bad game in Detroit and Aaron was literally the first person next to you that means so much more than just the words that he's saying that's telling all the Packers fans like hey listen this is my guy this is our guy I'm on your side what is Aaron like as a leader for that team you talk about that leadership council so you talk about how he, he was the one that wanted to put together the video. What is Aaron like as a leader that some people don't fully understand? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, that's what he is every day. He's going to be the, the first guy to demand, like, greatness. But then he's going to be the first guy to, like, you know, come up and, like, you know, be there for you uh, in good and in bad times. I mean, that's uh, that's just who he is. He's he's private. Like, he doesn't want all that stuff out there. Um, but he's he's in that locker room. He's in that building every day pushing guys to be great and then uh you know building guys up on a on a daily basis so yeah i uh, i can't say enough about aaron as a teammate and as a friend the you know the the support and the stuff that he's shown me it's uh you know i i try to i try to repay that but it's like you know it's like what do i do like great job you threw four touchdowns <laughs> <laughs> go pat him on the back you know so just try to give him a hard time in those you know those few moments you know was kind of bring him down to you know, down to our level for for a moment, and then he yeah he goes back out and balls out for a second. How will the locker room handle? Because Aaron's come out and said like, listen, this is not Jordan Love's fault that he was drafted in this situation. Just like Aaron believes that he was, it's not his fault he was drafted in a situation with Brett. Now, two very different circumstances. They traded up to get Jordan. Aaron fell to the Packers. Very, he has a lot of years left. Whatever. There's a lot of differences. But how do you think the locker room and Aaron will handle Jordan Love? And is there a chance that this is maybe the best spot for Jordan Love? to go to because of the relationship Aaron will probably have in the effect they'll have on his game yeah you know obviously uh you know it, it was it was interesting how it all played out and I you know I, I know Aaron will handle handle it like a true pro I mean he's just gonna go uh do his business he you know he he's gonna probably treat you know Jordan might be treated like a rookie occasionally and uh you know there'll be <laughs> be pressure to you know get everything figured out quickly I mean uh Aaron in that room, I mean, the, the demands and the, the pressure on those guys to make sure that they know what they're doing. He, 
he does not want anyone going on the practice field and uh, you know coming into work not knowing um, exactly what they're doing. So there's always this level of trust, and uh, you know Jordan, just like any other teammate, is going to have to he's going to have to earn that trust and earn that uh, that respect of, of Aaron in that locker room. And um, you know he's going to get tons of reps on the practice field. We're going to need him. We're going to need a guy like that. Um, you know, hopefully he can develop into something that uh, can really help us. Uh, help us practice and prepare for seasons. And I know that's that's Aaron's ultimate goal. I mean, you know Aaron. He wants to win. He wants to win at, at all costs, and he's going he's gonna to work really hard to do that. Uh, guy's about to ask you a question. He is one of the owners of the team that you play for. <laughs> okay. Big fan as well. Uh, Mason, you've, you said earlier that, you know, you feel great right now. Have you mapped out, though, like how much longer you want to play? Like Aaron said, you know, he wants to finish his career in Green Bay and – and hopefully he does, but like, have you uh, considered that at all? And in, in terms of like moving forward with your career? Yeah, you know, my, my hope might be that uh, I'm I'm kind of tied to Aaron. You know, he needs to have an old guy there next to him all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> as we get a little bit older, I can uh, I can kind of just keep bridging that gap and make sure that uh, you know he's he's not the elder statesman at all times. So uh, you know, if I if I could tie myself to Aaron, and as long as he wants to play, I'll just keep rolling. That'd be pretty nice, but. Uh, for me, my, my goal, I think, right now is, uh, you know, kind of get get through this next season, kind of keep stacking on, on top of this. Uh, at the end of this uh, three-year contract, I'll be I'll be going into a season where I'd be turning 39. So, uh, you know, if I, if I could get to 40, I mean, 40 would be, I think, the ultimate goal. You get to 40 and, uh, you know, you're kind of in rarefied air there. So there's not a, not a lot of guys that have done that. You had gray hair when you were 25. What is that all about? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah. See, I want to. Yeah, well, I want to blame genetics. I kind of blame my my daughters. You know, you see all the, <laughs> the pictures and stuff. I mean, I have five kids over here, so I look back at 2013. I didn't have like a ton of gray hair, and then I had my first daughter, and uh, 2014 on, it just yeah, it just went crazy. So uh, I, I'll definitely blame my daughters. They're they're amazing, but. Uh, the stress of like thinking about them becoming teenagers someday just uh, you know blows your mind. <laughs> well, you took a stand to hopefully make the world that your daughters grow up in better than the ones that we grew up in. Hopefully for everybody. Last question before I let you go: When I went out to call that game in Green Bay, I went to a bar across the street from Green Bay, and they said you were an investor in that bar. Was I lied to? You, I think you were lied to. I've not invested in a bar. <laughs> were you at Lodge Kohler though? What's that? Was it Lodge Kohler? It was a lodge. Yeah. Yeah, Lodge Kohler. I, uh, I I've done endorsements for them, but I. I oh, okay. Same thing. I, I did a lying. commercial right in that bar. Hey, great bar. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It was very very nice. I thought you were potentially an investor, and I'm like Mason Crosby, big brain, good idea investing in this bar right here. And I've. I wish I wish I could own part of Kohler. That'd be pretty awesome. Oh. Yeah, it's very, wow. very nice. And right across the street is like, yeah, right there is Lambo. So it's literally. Yeah. And then on the other side of this, they have like a, a, a snow thing. You can ride inner tubes down and stuff oh. like that. I mean, it is an incredible setup over there in, in Lambo. Uh, it's amazing. It is. It is oh, absolutely beautiful. Hey, uh, Mason, I can't take enough for joining us, brother. Have a great day. I really appreciate it, guys. Who's behind? Who's that picture right behind you there? We got Lombardi, uh, Bart Starr, Horning, Dowler, and Jim Taylor. Ty just murders row. Ty <laughs> just lost his mind. I uh, got Bart Starr over here. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hey, 
You know what they're all doing? They're getting Mason Crosby jerseys. You, sir, are a legend. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from the University of Colorado, Green Bay Packer kicker, Mason Crosby. Hey, Mason! Hey, Mason. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah, you too, yeah, man. Good seeing you. Yeah, you too, boss. Can't thank everybody enough for rocking with us during this quarantine. Some awkward and interesting and insightful conversations are hopefully happening, and maybe people are learning some things. People are maybe reflecting a little bit. I think we can all make this place a lot better for everybody, 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 everybody. I'm thankful that I get to do this every single day. I'm thankful that you listen. And I'm thankful for the boys that work alongside me. Let's have a weekend. Ty Schmidt, please play some independent music.